Boom. Okay. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Moonlighters Club. I'm Joel Edwards. I actually don't think I ever say my name ever. <laughs> I just realized that I've done a bunch of these, and I don't think I ever like say, "Oh, I'm actually I'm Joel Edwards." I guess I'll fix that at some point. Um, You're the anchor here tonight. Everyone, yeah, exactly. I'll be the anchor. Uh, everyone, meet Allison. Hi. Uh, thanks for coming. It's great to be here. Ah, oh, thank you. That's good. Very exciting. Yeah, I met Allison through a startup kind of pitch networking event, yeah. which is funny because the company I work for is not really a startup. It's just that no one knows who we are. So <laughs> I went there to like try it because they just moved from America. But uh, I liked your brand. Uh, after talking to you for like two minutes, I'm like, oh, I got to interview you because this is like what we do. So um, I guess we could just start from the beginning. Sure. Where are you from originally? I am originally from Galesville, Maryland. It's like a 400 person town in Maryland. Wow. That no one's ever heard of. Funny you say that. I... Uh, I heard Pittsburgh Steelers fan, and my wife bought me tickets to the Ravens game. Oh, interesting. And I have family on the west side of Baltimore, so my vision of Baltimore is black, inner city, cool. I'm like, yeah, whatever. And I'm sure the game's going to be mixed, but I'm going to have my Steelers gear on. I'm not scared. <laughs> I didn't know. Maryland had a bunch of pickup trucks, like yes. camouflage. Yeah. I've never been more scared in my life. I did not see that demographic coming. It was a bunch of country boys. Oh, like, yeah. I grew up in the country. Yeah, I, I did not. Country. I did not know that. It yeah. Was, yeah. So how close is that to like the water? Like, are you? I'm. It's on the water. You're on the water. On are you the just water. further south? So it's, um, do you know where Annapolis is? Yes. Okay. So it's, well, depending on traffic these days, I don't know, but it's south of Annapolis. Okay. Um, and so I went to school in Annapolis. Oh, okay. All right. That makes sense. Yeah. And it's because you, honestly, you, you could sound like you just grew up like right down the street. Is there like a thicker, does Maryland, even when you're in the country, have like a country? Yes. There is a Maryland accent and I'm proud to say I don't have it. Good. I don't know if, if I just offended everyone back home, but yeah, I don't have it. <laughs> I uh, don't have the Boston accent. So there you go. I'm happy. Um, so how'd you get to Boston? Was it school? Did you school? I went to school in Western Mass and then afterwards I didn't want to go back to the dc area so ah. boston it was really yeah okay uh where in western mass did you go to school mount holyoke okay Five College. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah what'd you go to school for i studied geography and coastal and marine science were you okay i that's funny i used to i was going to be a zoologist Oh, when cool. I went to business school. Yeah. Well, I was trying to school to be a zoologist. Uh, I was going to double major it. <laughs> and then I remember just taking the prerequisite courses that I needed to. Yeah. And I'm like, this doesn't make any sense trying to juggle both of these. Funny. And then I just didn't know where zoology was going. Yeah. So doing that, were you planning on like, what were you planning on doing within? So my dream job, I got my dream job right after graduation and it was working for the EPA or the Environmental <laughs> Protection Agency in their Ocean and Coastal Protection Unit. What were you doing? Um, I was helping with like climate resiliency plans. And um, at the time, deep water wind was a big thing. So they were trying to figure out how to make that happen. Yeah. Um, so I admire everyone at the EPA. It was an awesome learning experience. But that experience taught me that I'm creative and I want to problem solve and I want to problem solve quickly. Yeah. And business is the way to do that. That's what sucks because like... I I feel like anything, not really nonprofit, but like right, government, right. nonprofit, or people just trying to do something grassroots. I love that stuff, but they all at some point adopt that bureaucracy. 
that you see in government. It's weird. I think it's because no one's trying to like go super corrupt with it or like super backstabby. But I feel like everything just takes so much thinking and flashing out. And you're just like, just, I don't know, fix it. I don't know what you need to do. It takes forever. So you want to go the business route. Were you still going to do the oceanic business route? So like, because I grew up on the water, it's just, I, and I saw how polluted yep. the Chesapeake Bay was. And so that was what kind of drove me to want to problem solve. Like, okay. how can we find a solution to these issues? So it's always been in the back of my mind that my goal in life is to find a, like, an economic solution to our environmental problems. That our solutions happen in part by regulation, yeah. but a lot of it comes from innovation. Okay, cool. So in some ways, this has been a lifelong journey. Nice. So <laughs> was what you do now, Coffee Cup, the first thought you had for something? No. no. What was like, all right, I'm going to go private. What's the first thing you thought you were going to do? Um, so when I was in college, I um, had a startup that never became a unicorn or anything, but it was b- called Bottling Hope. And it was based in Holyoke um, to use their unused res- drinking water reservoirs. Okay. To bottle it and distribute it locally. Um, at the time, the casino in casinos in Massachusetts yeah. were hot, and they were thinking of building a casino on the drinking water reservoir, which would totally degrade it. Yeah, yeah. And drinking water is like our most lucrative natural resource. Yeah, you need that to live. You need that to live. <laughs> so I was trying to find like the economic value, the economic yeah. um, argument to say no casino here. Ah, oh, okay, okay. How'd that go? Um. I think I had a moment of, so I graduated and kept doing it while I was at the EPA. And then an advisor of mine pulled me aside and was like, "Um, I think you really want to be 22 and enjoy life in Boston. Mm. And are you sure you want to do this? Um, And that was like the hardest breakup of my life. Um, Absolutely hardest breakup. I was so emotional about it, but uh, it was a great life lesson. Yeah, because I feel like, Anything mission driven, yeah. like it's one thing. Like I thought it was going to be like Wall Street yeah. when I graduated, and I feel like if you go that route, it's soul sucking, and you lose a lot of time. Yep. But I feel like when you're emotionally invested in the that end result of something, and it's for a greater good, that can aid you. Like I really like, <laughs> I literally, I really do. Thank you. I have some gray hairs. No, now. no. <laughs> like even like anything we do in life that we really care about, because yeah. you want people to listen. Right. It's one thing if I'm trying to sell you. Like if I, I want you to listen to this podcast, right? Right. But if I felt this podcast could save your life and you weren't listening, that would really it keep me. It could. Inspire I hope. someone. <laughs> but you know, it'd really be like, ah, oh, what can I do tomorrow right. to like get that through? So I could see where they're coming from. Like yep. it's, and it wasn't like don't help. It was right. kind of like take some time, read, enjoy things, and yep. then go back. So yep. you come to Boston, you're living, you're chilling. Yep. Were you still working in the fields, fields closely related to something, the government helping or? Yeah. So after I left the EPA, I pivoted into management consulting. Okay. Okay. But management consulting where the warm and fuzzy is still important. Oh, good. So I did mostly public sector, nonprofits. I had like a handful of banks and pharmaceuticals in there, but my bread and butter was more warm and fuzzy public sector stuff. Only thing I know about management consulting is like what I see on TV. Did you like it? Like, is it? <laughs> so I'm still there. Uh, just the the concept of it. Like, is it? It 
more project management? Is it more? Is it all people dealing dealing with people concepts? Like what? I think they're all types of flavors of management consulting. So the kind that I did, I learned that it's all about managing expectation expectations and egos. That's kind of all it is. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And then project management baked in there, um, team building baked in there, like strategies, all kind of team building and. Project planning is to help you get to that strategy. Got it. Um, and yeah. Anyway, it was it was an awesome. What I loved about it was that we I would be on multiple projects at the same time, and in slightly different worlds. So I got to learn really quickly. Like I had to walk into that room with a CEO or right. a, you know commissioner or whomever, a judge, and be a subject matter expert in something that they are way smarter. Were you scared at first? Oh yeah. Like I'm really, I'm really nervous around like the older, the scarier, but anyone who wears like any old rich looking person in suits, really? like if you wear something else, like generally like older white guys, yeah. but like even now older like women who are like, oh no, she's a billionaire. What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like at what point, like, like I watch football, like I have nothing. <laughs> and the conversations were always so like concise. They don't really play around yeah. with anything. So what I think about is, okay, this person is a person. Yeah. They're a human being with stories. They have highs and lows, losses. There's something that they, gets them going that like makes them tick every day, get out of bed. Um, True. And if I could find whatever that was to make them seem more human, huh. that would help me <laughs> in in the relationship. What do you think is the, well, you don't have to say one, but like what are some things that, uh, what some skills that you've grown through management consulting that you've been able to transfer to your own venture? Um, so a lot of it's confidence. So I'm mm. not mm. good at Excel modeling, mm. but I have the confidence to get by now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not good at writing or I wasn't good at writing proposals. I'm becoming better at them. It was kind of all the, like, all the stuff about pitching your business and yeah. growing it and thinking through business cases and scenarios and all that is kind of like what a management consulting project is like. Okay, cool. Yeah. So <laughs> when you're doing this, when does the switch come? Um, was it a gradual or was there just a moment you had where you needed to start the hustle that you have? Yeah. Now? So actually, just the other day, I had to clean out my computer because it ran out of space. <laughs> that happens. Right? Yeah. So I, it was like midnight. I'm going through old files, just deleting everything. And I came ap- across a deck I put together in 2013 that is essentially Coffee Cup Collective. Like the pitch had the same arguments and one-liners that I'm using today. And I totally forgot about it, that wow. I had even done this or even thought about it. Was that when you were like trying to hash out the idea in 2013 or was that for something else? Twenty, I think I was just bored at my desk one day and was wow. like, I, I want to think creatively today. Oh, so okay. let me do this. Cool. So let's get into that. What could you describe? <laughs> how do you describe Coffee Cup Collective? So Coffee Cup Collective is a circular economy or shared economy for reusable coffee cups. Okay. So um, it's really for the convenience-oriented environmentalists who don't have the time or patience to lug around a reusable cup everywhere you go. Oh, okay, okay. So we partner with cafes here in Boston. They have our cups available behind the counter. I have one. I'll show you. Nice. Um, 
And then our subscribers subscribes via the app, gets their coffee in one of our cups, enjoys it, and then deposit it, can deposit it in any of the bins throughout the city. And then our mm. team comes to collect them, clean them, and redistribute them back out. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you were, what, do you remember what came up or what events were transpiring when you were thinking about how that problem could help, how that, your solution could help? Yeah. Were you at a coffee shop one day or are you just thinking about it randomly? So 2013, I don't remember what I was thinking, but mm. I, I knew that there was a problem at least with coffee consumption. Fast forward to 2017 when I really started thinking about it more. Okay. I was ordering from the Starbucks mobile order app at least twice a day. And literally the reusable cup or the single use cups were stacking up at my desk. Okay. Yeah. And that made me feel incredibly guilty because I like to think of myself as an environmentalist, but I couldn't sacrifice the inconvenience of bringing my own cup. That's disappointing to hear. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So I get it. So, all right. You see them stacking up. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Let's do something about this. What's your first step for you? Like mine was uh, the first thing I did years ago was do a fitness app. So my first thing, I love researching specifically, reading something and then copying and pasting the important parts to like another document. Yeah. What what about you? When you start seeing the cups, you're thinking. I think I called my sister and said, I think I should quit my job and do this. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. And she said, definitely not. (laughs) Yeah, no, don't do that. (laughs) I don't advise that. (laughs) Um, I, I, I started to just, um, I just mapped out the process, the operations and why people would do this. Um, and then like a strategy for who to partner with and that sort of thing. And so like that was fall, winter, 2017 by January, I mustered up the courage to tell some of my close friends. I think that was my sister. Like I, I told a few close friends and then, um, Fast forward even like a few more months, I, I invited my friends over for a pitch and pizza night where pretty much I wanted to show them this deck I had put together and I wanted them to tell me, you are batshit crazy and you should not do this. Don't even waste another second thinking about it or yeah, this is pretty cool. So maybe it was the beer that I yeah. served that night, but it worked. That's a good idea. Like I've been seeing posts. Oh, I forget what it was. Like it was a post about like, don't do baby showers, do business showers, Yeah. which I think is stupid. You don't have to have one or the other. You can do both. Yeah. But I do like the idea of running by like an idea uh, from your clothes and making sure that you're telling them, look, man, just give me your unbiased yeah. opinion. It's about like whether or not this is feasible. So right. I think that's a pretty cool concept. Right. Nice. So they just gave you like the feedback. You Well, you got feedback, which is awesome. Yeah. So then at that point, you decided to move forward. So we did like three pitch and pizza nights. Then one of them found a Boston Globe event. Nice. Um, For like angel investors. So okay. I went there just to like get info. Did my three second, like here are my pain points pitch um, in that. And at the end of the event, I was, they asked the angel investors, like, which is one of the most promising ideas you heard here tonight? And they mentioned mine. Nice. So again, I had like an oh shit moment of, okay, I need to actually do this. Mm -hmm. Good. So you're working alone. Do you, uh, how do you even get to the first cup? Like, what do you, do you talk to the shops first or do you have to make some kind of prototype first or like, how does, yeah, how how do you even get the cups? So... Our first pilot was last December, 2018. Okay. Um, and it is really hard to find cups. 
And I didn't appreciate that. So <laughs> I like kept pitching this business idea, pitching this business idea. And every night I would order a new off the shelf cup. So okay. like from every major manufacturer, all the little guys too. And none of the cups would fit my criteria because it needs to be dishwash commercial dishwasher safe, yeah. really durable. I'm trying to avoid plastic because of all the terrible things like health impacts and environmental impacts of plastic. Yeah. Um, it's crazy that plastic was like a novel idea. It's right? come back to destroy us. It, it has. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, and a few other criteria. It was just impossible to find. So got a, a coffee shop on board, got some sample cups, ran a pilot in um, December with bamboo cups. I thought okay. bamboo cups were the solution. Yeah, They're dishwasher safe, yada, yada. So I go and do this pilot and... The, that night or the next day after launching it, I start getting feedback from people. They hate the cups. <laughs> they hate the cups. Like of all scenarios I had run through in my mind, I was like, the inventory management system isn't going to work or they're going to forget to return them. No, people hated the cups. So, <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I probably would have quit at that point. Like, I, like, I think I had a panic attack. Yeah. Which is, yeah, yeah, that was a low moment and ended the pilot early um, because it just the feedback was terrible. And yeah. I, I got it. Message received. Um, but I did learn from that. They love the mission, love the concept um, of what I was doing. Just wrong vehicle yeah. for coffee. So how do you, what do you, how do you even know where to look for your next variation cups? Do they provide you any like, like, yeah, I hate this cup, but I heard this, this material's nice or this material's better or were you kind of just like, damn it. I was like, damn it. Yeah. Um, so after a few months, finally got a stainless steel cup that worked. Good. But finding that cup was like pulling my hair out frustrating. Cause it, really? it's like, it's a cup. Yeah. It's a cup. Yeah. The whole ma manufacturing scares me. Because yeah. like tech, while tech's hard to make, like finding someone who can make something for you and then do it again and again. Right. And then that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. So you find, did you just like look online for vendors? Yeah. And you finally found one. I finally found one. So you're probably doing this like at work, off work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> How do you keep your... My Google ads are funny now. <laughs> How do you keep your sanity? Because you're at a stage where... How do you even know how to allocate your time or how do you allocate your time? Because it sounds like at this point you are looking all the time for a solution for something while having to worry about stuff other places. Yeah. How do you ration that out? So thankfully in April, I went part-time. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Which was like happened kind of all of a sudden and it was a moment of sink or swim like, oh, you're getting less cash in the bank you really have to make this happen and you're potentially sacrificing your career, you know, your traditional career for this, yeah. make it happen. And that's kind of when everything took off is nice. when I had more time to focus on it and yeah. really focus on it. Not at between the hours of like six and eight 30 and 7 PM and 11 PM. Yeah. It was like real hours where your brain functions. Yeah. And it, it, it's been amazing. That's where I'm at now. Yeah. Yeah. I can't like, I don't, I'm lucky like where I work, I like, I, it's not too intense. Like I feel like I've worked places where I just want to cry at the end of every day and then I'm broken. 
But now it's like I'm not. So yeah. I do have the energy. And sometimes I can't take like days off and yeah. do stuff. But it's at the point now it's like, all right, you've done this amount of interviews. Your events are getting this. You know it's time. Like do you it. know, you're like, you do know it. it's time. And you're like, all right, we gotta figure out how to move to the next step. But that's real. There is a part where you realize, okay, this is working to a certain extent of me yeah. spending this time. But there is a block where you're right. like, if you have eight hours, right, you can do a lot more. It's amazing. So did you how'd you even muster up the how that how does that conversation go? Like, I need to go part time. I just... think I blacked out for it, honestly. <laughs> I think I had so much stress about it. I don't remember the whole conversation, but it was. I think I proposed the idea of potentially going part time. Yeah. And my boss said, "Okay, I think you should." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, when?" Yeah. <laughs> and then it was like the next week Who's, where I started. What's your source of? Uh peace like some people find through the bible like i'm religious i don't pray as much as i should i'm sorry i'm trying uh i can talk to my wife still my mom <laughs> my mom's not off the hook what do you when you is it your sister or is it friends like where do you like man this is this is a real deal right here i gotta confide in something or someone to make sure i'm all right, I'm all right. get my head right yeah what's that for you um so i definitely share my emotions with the people closest to me um, in moder- I try to be in moderation, but it's probably over the head and annoying. <laughs> yeah. Um, my sister taught me a new strategy and she's going to hate me for saying this, but her new strategy is when she's having a shitty day, she puts on her headphones to walk home from work and just pretends like she's on the uh, phone. So no one. Yeah. And yeah. just complains about whatever just happened. I'm gonna, I might try that. I think that was her way of saying maybe you should do the same instead of calling me. Yeah, yeah. So now it's all yeah. <laughs> um, but exercise for me, yes, me- that's mental health for me. So when you're at your stage, what do you? Uh, how many? Do you mind if I ask how many shops you have to work with now? Um, so we ended the pilot a bit ago, and now we're really focusing on building out our app, building out a dishwashing location so that we can do our own dishwashing um, and then building a team and onboarding corporate partners along with some college partners and you name it. So we're really in like a business development phase right now. Um, We're also getting new cups in and um, we, until we have the app done, until we have the dishwashing location done, no, until we have the app done, we won't be back out in cafes. Yeah. Yeah. That's our limitation right now. Nice. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good thing to like. You do have to get the internal workings. Yeah. Uh, what is this? The E-Meth, I think the book is called. You have oh, to work. Uh, you spend your time. <clears throat> you have to get to a point where you're working on the business, not in the business. Oh, yeah. And that's I feel like you're getting to that point where do you like managing? Yeah. You do? Well, managing people or yes. managing ideas? Managing people. Uh, I think I'm a terrible manager. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm a really <laughs> terrible manager. Like, uh, yeah. But I love teams and seeing teams work together well. I can I can motivate. I just can't. Uh, I can motivate. I can get you to get really yeah. excited. But it's like there's a fine line with me between like, all right, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. That annoys me. Like, I hate. Oh, no, no I'm I, not going to micromanage you. Even that is like. That micromanaging annoys me. And also when it's like, all right, I'm going to give you a set of things. But I think, especially early on, it's like, I want you to do this. And luckily, the people I work with can do that. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm going to give you. But anyone who's like you, I'm going to give you this yeah. kind of bubble that you figured out. Yeah. And they're like, wait, what? And I'm like, look, 
I don't know. <laughs> that's why I told right? you. And that's where I'm like. I want your creative problem solving to come to life right now. Challenge. Uh, do you struggle with giving up responsibility? Yeah. Yeah. How do you? I don't trust people very no. easily, I think, is my issue, which is probably one of the reasons I don't have a co-founder right now. How many people do you work with now? So I have two interns. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Are you looking for a co-founder? I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> Maybe for like those crisis moments where I need someone to talk to and think through things aloud. It sounds like dating. It's like right? you want to be with someone. Dating. It is. It is because you're like you have to rush into the contract. At least you get to date someone yeah. before you sign the prenup or marry them. I would much rather just let someone have the keys to my house because it's like, yo, like your business is so my like wife. Like wives are diff- wives and husbands are different. I feel yeah. like. But boyfriends and girlfriends, that's not your word. Right. If someone were to do something messed up, it's like, okay, like that's we're together. I will speak on that. Right. But your business, like someone doing something in the name of that business feels like, well, to me, like that's my actual word. Like that's my rep. If this looks shitty. Right. And I didn't even have anything to do with it. It's like, oh. Yes. It's terrifying. It is. But you're going to need it. I just don't know. I honestly don't know where to find yeah. a co-founder. And someone I can truly trust and um, I like. how do I trust that they are an expert in whatever they say they are or that they have good, they can make good decisions and be a good team player. And when they're really stressed out, yeah. they're still a good person. Okay. Let's see if we can help you find one. Yay. Let's do it. We can. So Thank you. What's your timeline for quitting? What do you, th- when do you know? Like, what do you, like, if ballpark like what do you think like how long it would take if things go right for you like okay i can focus on this full time Uh, a few weeks really (laughs) okay yeah i need one more corporate sponsor and then you and i'm and i can quit and i can then pay the interns is that hard finding corporate sponsors like we're we're in that process now we're just getting like videos new for us so we're gonna package all this And sorry, finding the sponsors related to the business realm and yeah. then reach out. Yeah. Is that difficult? Well, I mean, I'm sure it's not easy, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. is it? I, I have never done this before. Like, I've done little fundraisers here and there where you ask people to donate money, but I've never fundraised before mm-hmm. or had a corporate sponsor before. And I think, again, it's all about like networking and finding right. good people yeah. who believe in it and want, I know that they're taking a risk with you. Yeah. Because, I have two pilots, and that's all I have right now. And you got one more, though. One more sponsor needed. Though. One more sponsor needed. And then you're ready crossed. to go there. Yeah. All right, so let's lay out some goals. What are some goals you think you have for the next – you said sponsor. Yeah. You're moving pretty fast. Let's say next – by the end of the year, yeah. what could be success for you? Success would be obviously launching it, being in – I think our goal is nine cafes in downtown Boston here, and having – for corporate sponsors. So that means companies paying for the service for their employees and then getting data on the number of cups that their employees have saved from the landfill. Nice. And, you know, other fun stuff. Um, And then also launching or preparing to launch in at least one college. Ah, okay. Yeah. Good. You got things ironed out. Yeah. You can do this. Thank you. I have faith. Thank you. I so, are faith. you going to be an early adapter? Oh, I'm. I'm. Yes. <laughs> we're we're pushing we're out. I'm. Re- I drink so much coffee. How much? Like at least 
three things and those things change based on the type of day I'm having. But I have to do when I wake up. Sometimes yeah. I work out, sometimes I don't. Middle of the day after lunch. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, if I'm doing something like this after yeah. work or just living, yeah, I do it. But I, I really enjoy it. Like, where do, you, I where do you get your coffee? Uh, so many places. I have okay. an espresso machine for my house. Oh. But I am a really big fan of... I hate to sound like this, like I'm just some great person, but supporting small coffee shops. You are so a great person. if it's a chain, little thank you. It's a, <laughs> if it's a chain, Nero. I just enjoy oh, going to Nero. Interesting. But um, any small shop, okay. I've never been there before, okay. or like I've been meaning to go there. Yeah. I always like to do that. Okay. So. All right. But yeah, no Nero. I'd say. Uh, We're partnering with the independents to start. Yeah, I think it's the best way to go. Yeah. I, it's also like where our clientele shops, right? Yeah. You you are going to be an early adapter here in a few weeks, months, and you shop at the independents because you care. And right. So I could see you in like a, oh, in this area, it sounds like pavement, Barrington. Uh, yeah, I won't say, but you know what we I mean? We can't those, have our big reveal. Yeah. Those, those yeah. types of spots. Yeah. I love going to those yeah. types of spots, yeah. but yeah. Actually, what's interesting is we've stopped doing sales on coffee shops because everyone gets it. The coffee shops get it. They mm. see that the more coffee they sell, the worse their environmental impact is. And they can incentivize people up the wazoo yeah. to bring their reusables, but no one's really doing it. Ah, okay. Okay. So offering it up, yeah. We've stopped we stopped selling it. This is awesome. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> if people want to support how can people find you, support you? What channels should they go to to do Sure. That? So you can obviously follow us on social. Um, Coffee Cup Collective on Instagram, Facebook. We have a Twitter. We don't post anything. We don't I'm afraid it. of it. Twitter's hard. It's so hard. <laughs> it's I don't so have hard. time for it. Uh, and then obviously our website, you can subscribe and get updates on when we are launching and which cafes we'll be in. Um, and then um, if you want to be a corporate sponsor or bring this to your college or have your company pay for the subscription for you, um, and get then get all this wonderful data and set goals and all that. Um, definitely reach out. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I yes, do that, everyone. Well, everything should. And thank said. you to Joel for having me to talk. Wait, let me show you the cup. All right, we got it. We got, yeah, I think it'd be good for us to see it. Oh, I like this. This is like the stuff they do at WeWork, except it'll have, be a nice branded. Yeah. Coffee collective. Yeah, I'll do this. We literally do this at WeWork. It's the same. Yeah. It is. Okay. Yeah. This is a exactly. It's so pretty it's sick. Got the logo on it. Nice. It's for the companies that don't have WeWork, or like yeah. you want to go to the favorite shop instead of WeWork. Coffee. Yes. This is this. Yeah. This makes you sense. Get it. This you is get good. It. This is good. So uh, this is awesome. I really hope that uh, we'll do what we can to help Thank you hit those goals. So we'll be sharing. Make sure to tell your friends. Um, and same, we'll be hosting more interviews like this on the Moonlighters Club. Uh, find all our stuff on the website, moonlightersclub.com. Our podcast is literally like everywhere. Um, I don't know, like Stitcher, iTunes, literally everywhere. <laughs> also YouTube. Uh, so uh, yes, if you are an entrepreneur who is moonlighting or had at some point in your life or thinking about it, reach out to us. We'd love to talk to you um, and get your feedback. And we'd love to uh, check in on you once you've uh, become rich and famous. I don't know if I'm getting rich over this, but we're changing an industry. We're changing yes. a market. We're making the world a better place. Yeah, we are. We and are. one day we'll clean up the ocean. We're going lim- to not add any more there you go. coffee cups to the there ocean. There you go. We'll make it more sustainable. Yeah. All sure. right. Well, thank you. I appreciate thank it, Allison. You. Best of luck. And everyone, we look forward to seeing you next time. Peace. Thank you.